episode 31 of the Punk Off Podcast. Once again, Dan Destroyer. The crudest of Chris's. Crudest of Chris's. And uh, coming again, a short, well, at least I plan on it being not real long podcast, but I had a couple things I wanted to cover real quick. And uh, so, first like off. What? What would you like to cover? Well, I have a card that actually I'm going to cover first. Because I told somebody I'd do a little favor for them because they did a little favor for me. So, we'll get this so one. you're scratching somebody's back that kind previously scratched yours? Pretty much, yes. But he's a good dude, so I don't mind one bit. So, uh, if any of you have seen the uh, cool Punk Off podcast cozies, where did you get those made, you say? Well, I don't care if you, even if you didn't ask that. I got them made by Custom Torso. Silkscreen Apparel, Forest, Ohio. Uh, actually, Josh does a lot of the stuff you've seen. If you've seen the uh, Venue 18 show shirts where it's got the bands listed and everything on the back, all those are done by Josh. Josh also does, uh, if you've got a sports team, he'll do jerseys, T-shirts, whatever you need. Uh, he even does, uh, oh, like a sprint car. I've seen him do a couple sprint car like the guys to do sprint car racers. So if you need uh, printing needs, especially wearable apparel, give uh, Josh a call at 419-835-4823. Um, he'll get you quoted, hook you up. He is also on the Book of Faces under Custom Torso, Silkscreen Apparel. So... I've always I've I've known Josh for quite a while. Um, actually, I, this is going back a little bit, if, and I have talked about this before. Skips in a second while I like this. Fire it up! Fire it up! Thank you. Uh, <coughs> Josh used to be in a band called Dorsh Diaz, and actually, I think I was trying to think of, a, of an outro song this week. And I went and saw a show last weekend. Actually, I was a vendor at a show. Putting one of those seemed a little too obvious. And since I've been talking to Josh recently, I figured I'd put a little Dorsey is on the outro of the show. But, as I was saying before, 
If uh, you've listened to the uh, NWO podcast, you've probably heard me speak about this before. But yes, I met Josh before, back when he used to be the vocalist for Doris Diaz. Uh, he's still involved in music some, but this is a lot of what he's doing now. And uh, he's doing custom torso, silk screen apparel. So his shirts look really good, I yeah. will say. If you have any screens that need silk on it, that's the guy to go to. Exactly. All right, so uh, I'll probably be pl- plugging Custom Torso for our next couple episodes just because he's a cool dude. He's going to get my business. He's probably going to be eventually making uh, some Punk Off Podcast shirts for us at some point. Speaking of which, we have can koozies. They have our logo on it. And on the backside of the can koozie, Hashtag, at any rate. At any rate. I, I thought about pulling that off, but more than one person said, uh, like, you got to have that on there. So, I was like, why not? So, uh, if you want any, uh, get a hold of us. You can email us at punkoffpodcast at gmail.com. Two bucks a piece plus shipping. Or if you see me out anywhere, especially if I'm at a show, I'll probably have them somewhere. Either stuffed in the vehicle or somewhere where I can go get to them. So, custom torso, once again, to the rescue. Okay, so, moving forward, since I got that out of the way for Josh for today, uh, uh, I think we'll talk a little bit about wrestling first. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Um, I did not see it, and apparently you did not actually really see it either on Most Raw. Most of it. Most of it. But the Fatal 4-Way has been a much-talked-about match on the internet here this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody knew, everybody knew that that old WWE's trying to push Roman Reigns down Mm -hmm. the throats, and everybody just knew that that's how it was going to end with him winning, but uh, a little bit of, they call it a swerve in the business. (laughs) There's a little bit of a swerve. A swerve. A switcheroo, if you will. Uh, yeah, originally it was uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Big cast. Big cast, and... Uh, boop. Uh, Owens. Yeah. Killing Owens. KO. KO. So, yeah, if you had not seen the match, that was basically uh, Triple H interfered. looked like he was going to... Because first he took out... Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. And then he took Cass out, wasn't it? No, Cass, yeah. Cass went out legit in the middle of the match. That's right, that's right. So, yeah, everyone figured that uh, Triple H was setting up <clears throat> Seth once again. and uh, Be the and winner because he's been like the boss's toy boy for the longest mm-hmm. time. And they're the ones that got him. Ever since the, the shield, champion. The shield turn. So, but no, he ended up, uh, what, he was... Was he mocking KO or something? Wasn't Seth doing that? And then uh, Triple H grabbed him, pedigreed him. And nobody really knows. No, everybody's talking. Why? Why did he do it? Why? Oh, oh, he was. Uh, well, Rollins was hurting too many people with his finish with his finishing move, so he started using Triple H's finishing move, which was kind of ironic because he came in and. Did his move mm-hmm. on his guy, mm-hmm. and uh, some people are saying, you know, he was getting 
too close to Stephanie, you know, he was always flirting with her and hugging on her earlier in the show. And Yeah. Well, and honestly, Kevin Owens makes sense for being the corporate lackey in a lot of ways. Even though he's got the bad attitude, uh, the switch for that, I mean, it, it made sense, really. But it made for an interesting match. A lot less predictable than it had been for a while, so... Uh, at least I thought so. That, that leads, that's, that's my quick thoughts on it. Well, it was a good way to not be predictable if uh, yeah. you know, everybody knew or thought they knew what was going to happen. happen. So they went and, uh, you know, switched it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I got bits of <clears throat> tobacco on my tongue. Uh, all right, so... I guess we'll move on from that because I think we basically covered that. For unless there's something else you wanted to cover, for no, no, not. I guess, like we say, it was just uh, it was it was odd that they didn't go the direction. You know, everything's so predictable. It's just a freaking soap opera for men or whatever. But they uh, did not go the expected route. Yeah, the expected route. So speaking of wrestling, I had bought recently. Uh, the finally the Scott Hall DVD set Scott Hall Razor Ramon Razor Ramon Diamond Stud uh, Coyote Scott Hall earlier in the clear in the uh, AWA and later in the NWA but uh, yeah there was something on there that they talked about at the very beginning I had locked in the back of my mind that I remembered and I'd forgotten, and they covered it right away, and that is the fact that Scott Hall killed a man when he was younger. Just to watch him die? No. Um, long story short, he was a bouncer at a strip club. Was he Was it in Reno? No. It wasn't in Reno. Oh. I think it was Tampa, actually. But uh, if I remember correctly. It was Florida. I remember that much. But, uh, yeah, he said he uh, broke one of his rules. He got involved with one of the dancers at the club. Uh, fight ensued. Uh, guy pulled a gun on Hall. Hall did not realize that it was already locked and loaded. And it ended up, they struggled with the gun. And while they were struggling, it blew the guy's head off, basically. Nice! So he had to go to court. They ended up finding that, okay. finding that he was just acting in self-defense. It wasn't, you know. Sounds like a handgun. How many you know, handguns will blow your head clean off? Well, if it's a 9mm and it's a close range, like, especially if you're struggling, yeah. I mean, it didn't blow his head, like, clean off, but it sounded like it blew the back of his head off. Just kind of, and it's kind of... Ex- exit wound. It kind of scarred Scott, and that was kind of... What he alluded to later was where his drinking problem came from. It's because that was always at the back of his mind, just always just kind of. I wish I had a good story like I killed a man to excuse my drinking problem. I can only, like, (sighs) blame wife and kids, though. Yeah, there you go. And then before I had wife and kids, I blamed, like, utter boredom and. Just having a good time! Apathy for living in the middle of nowhere, stuck. In Northwest Ohio, tied to a job I hate. Sounds like a country song. Living, living alone in my old house by myself. Why am I alone? Nobody loves me. But those days are over. So moving forward, and I look, I look back at them uh, fondly. Now, 
now. <laughs> Wishing, why can I ever get a minute of silence? So, going back, hashtag at any rate, going back to Scott Hall. Um, that was the thing, and I always, because <clears throat> he really was a really good thinker as far as the industry and where it was going. Well, the NWO was kind of a good example of that. Although I've always said the NWO was the best and worst thing that happened at, at wrestling simultaneously. Because it lifted WCW up. And it made everything more interesting on both sides for the WWE and the WCW. I mean, definitely the WWE had to step up their game. But at the same time with the NWO, it became of uh, more of a thing of where if they kept it a small group, but they just kept adding people after a while, and it just kind of ruined if you everything want Scott Hall, to a certain extent. Don't say yeah, that was about the uh, bring it. 20 year period in my life where I really didn't pay any attention to wrestling was the whole rise and fall of WCW. I started getting back into it a little bit when I heard about ECW and I started watching some of those uh, pay-per-views over at a friend's house. They don't even call them pay-per-views anymore because now you've got the 9.99. Yeah. To watch them all, yes, you got to have true. the network. Yes. Or unless you're just like me and you buy the old DVDs and Blu-ray or stuff they re-release on Blu-ray and then you watch that. And I'm still giving WWE my money, I guess, one way or another. But uh, So yeah, the, the, but yeah, he had mentioned various things where he kind of, and he didn't take a lot of credit for it, just like uh, Sting with the whole Crow thing. Right. That was actually Hall's idea. He Hall didn't take credit for a long time until... Sting finally actually brought it up in an interview. But uh, Sting was kind of looking to kind of redo his thing a little bit. And Paul saw him and he goes, was He still had like the blonde hair and everything and the bright tights. And he's like, still doing the happy boy thing. And Sting's like, well, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know. He goes, I thought maybe you'd do something maybe a little different by now. He's like, like what? He's like, well, you ever seen The Crow? So, and it was from there there that, you know, he went and checked out the movie and got the idea. That, so, also, hell, it's been Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon was Scott Hall doing his version of Scarface. Of Scarface. So, yeah, I heard all that. Vince mm-hmm. McMahon had no idea what Scarface was. And when he pitched that, he's like, ah, we can't do that. And Chico, El Jefe. So, yeah, he had a long run with that. And actually, he even brought up stuff. Uh, uh, oh, man, I just forgot his name. Uh, right on my mind. Uh, Kevin Nash, the guy he was the bodyguard for, Sean, uh, Sean Michaels. Right. At one point, they were all riding in the van going to a venue. And they said, oh, Michaels is telling the story. He goes, yeah, he goes, Kevin used to do this really cool leapfrog over people in the ring. He goes, so he goes, I kept telling him, he goes, oh yeah, you need to keep doing that move. That looks cool. He goes, but finally, he goes, we're at a trip one day. And he goes, Scott Hall was in the back of the van. And he goes, he'd been drinking some. He goes, he finally just kind of woke up for a second. He goes, he's like 6'11". Why the hell would he leapfrog over anybody? 
and then he zonked right back out and Michael said he's sitting there thinking about it he goes yeah that's true why would he he's you know a huge dude why would he bother to jump over everybody he'd just knock him right down that's where the big boot move came from so he's like Kevin he goes don't do the leapfrog thing anymore and Kevin's like alright so that's where he decided to start doing the big boot move instead when he would toss him into the ropes instead of leapfrogging him over him he'd do the big boot he stole that from Hulk Hogan yeah that's right a boot and yeah. a leg drop and you're done leg drop best technical wrestler ever <laughs> Who was that? I heard... Oh, it's probably... I think it was Jesse the Body. Well, I've heard several people trash Hogan about... And then, since we brought it up, Hogan... He used to do the... Uh, double axe handle for a long time. And he dropped that at one point. I often wondered why. It looked like a more effective move than the late drop, honestly. To me, but... Whatever. He had to build up excitement. Kind of like the rock with the rock bottom and the people's elbow. You got to do something to. So, but yeah, I've been, I've been watching that. I've been watching some of the older matches, and he really was a pretty proficient wrestler, even back in the day. I never gave Hall enough credit until later, but I don't know when he gets when he has his shit together. The dude is on. So when he doesn't have his shit together, though, it's hard to watch. Just like I saw. Did you ever see the ESPN thing where he was drunk and they had to have people carry him out to the ring and roll, basically roll him into the ring? And he was so drunk, it was just like on the mic, going, oh, and it was it was terrible. It was hard to watch. Drunken wrestling. They should put that on the nine ninety nine network. Yeah, I don't think uh, Vince really wants to acknowledge too much of that. Just, just a thought. So, well, you know, talking about wrestling, we should have uh, went over to Finley a couple weeks ago. They had uh, midget wrestling. Yeah, I saw that uh, at the Hideaway. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I don't know. I thought about it for a couple seconds, and I was kind of like, meh. So that was just me. Um, let's see. I guess that was most of it about Hall that I wanted to cover. As like I said, it's just been interesting watching the old matches when he had like the weird, almost porn mustache and back when he was the coyote. I don't know. It's interesting. I'd, I'd recommend anybody watching it. So it's interesting. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to cover? Oh. I uh, downloaded, I know you don't care as much, but uh, jump into video games real quick. Uh, I downloaded the beta version of Battlefield 1 this week and finally got to play it last night some. And uh, I don't know if, no, no, if you're too familiar, but it's basically uh, World War One version of Battlefield. Yeah, I was reading a little bit about it. Uh, a couple people made the uh, mentions, like, have like... Uh, Korean War era weapons in World War One. Yeah, which is kind of weird. But. Yeah, yeah. There's a fully automatic trench gun at one point, and 
Yeah, I don't know. I have mostly been cannon fodder for what I've played, and that's literally, I've been blown up by the tanks that are roaming around. I've gotten blown up by more tanks than shot by rifles or anything, so. They do have a really cool bayonet charge on this game. It's kind of neat, so. So, yeah, I will continue to probably play for a while and suck at it until the actual version gets released, and I'll play it, and... Oh, Battlefield, all the Battlefield games except for Hardline, I usually start out, I really suck until I get to about level 5, and then I really start picking up more, so Hardline was different, I was really good at that one from the start for some reason, so, especially the stealing cars part, which the stealing cars part of Hardline never really made any sense, especially when you're a cop, because you steal the car, but you don't go anywhere, you just drive around with it. Because I figured you'd have to go to a point and drop off cars, and that would help. No, you just drive around with it, and you just shoot at one another. And when you're a cop, and you recover the car, you drive around in it and get shot at until the car either blows up. Yeah, actually, it's just until the car blows up normally. So, But you just keep driving around trying to score as many points while you have it, and it's still running. But I did really well at that, so... <clears throat> yeah, I've, uh... Really haven't even been playing a lot of games lately. And when I do, I fire up Mortal Kombat. I'm too, I'm too lazy to learn a bunch of different pe- characters' moves. Yeah. So I only, so I pretty much just stay with my go-to guy sector. But uh, the thing is about that, well, he doesn't have a lot of. Uh, can't really string together a whole lot of different stuff like other people you can string together scorpion 10 hit combos yeah. and, and there's some of them there I, I played this dude online knocked me in the air once and had me killed before i touched the ground i mean he juggled me in the air at least 10 15 hits i didn't even have a chance to do anything that dude has apparently nothing else to do with this time Except learn how to, that's, I mean, that's good that he can do that, but yeah, it tells me that yes, that's all he does is sit around and play Mortal Kombat all day long. He probably doesn't have a job. <clears throat> probably wouldn't, you know, because the regular game and things like that, you know, I can do pretty well. Yeah. I mean, usually. You know, you got daily challenges like uh, daily towers to go through and yeah. fight a bunch of different characters. And, you know, there's always 20, 30,000 people play that in a day. And you can usually get in the top thousand, usually top 500 of it, you know, mm-hmm. for all those people. But you go online and play a real human, and it's a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I haven't played, I haven't played much of anything. I've played Destiny a couple times, but yeah, I haven't been playing as much recently as Destiny. Destiny, no escaping that for me. Also, since that was the Gene Wilder, Wilder tribute. Yeah. And if you heard Punk Off podcast, every time Dan says Destiny, I have to scream the. The dialogue from Young Frankenstein. Yep. 
Nothing and, for you, sir. And I almost, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry today because, I don't know. It's internet memes. You know, there's, you got the pictures, you've got Reese with her spoon, and then you have Reese without her spoon. Oh, yeah, okay. There's, yeah. there's a, there's a picture, like Robert De Niro, there's a picture of De Niro, and then they zoom out, and it's DeFaro. Yeah. Well, I've seen one today, it had a picture of Gene Wilder, like, being all crazy from Young Frankenstein, and then below it was a picture of a casket, and it said, Gene Calmer. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Was that too soon? Uh, maybe a hair. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, I might be crude, but I do have I do have a heart. A little. I, I almost thought about using it when I seen that. But since it was just the internet, I just kind of scrolled on past and. Yeah, that was the thing. I mean, I like Gene Wilder, but I didn't feel the need to post a lot about... Because, yes, there's also now a lot of snarky memes where, with Willy Wonka being like, well, oh, really? You were a fan of his? How come I never heard you talk about him before? And stuff like that. So... I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll miss... We'll miss Gene Wilder. Although, what, what was the last thing he had done as far as movies? I'm trying. It had been to, quite a while. I mean, yeah. he was in his 80s, and I guess they said he had like Alzheimer's for the last few years or whatever. So you know, he wasn't out in public at all. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But you know, back in the day, living at Dad's house, you know, it was HBO back then was nothing but. Gene Wilder movies. Yeah, let's see. Blazing Saddles, I'm sure. I grew up. Well, really, that wasn't even on there much. I didn't really see that until I was much older. Mm. But, you know, it seemed like they played Young Frankenstein every day. Oh, it's that Lady in Red. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Stir Crazy. Of course, all the the Richard Pryor movies, you know, Stir Crazy and... Oh, we man, bad. We think, bad. I can't even think of it anymore. Yeah, he was in a few. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll move on from Gene, our little Gene Wilder tribute there. Um, let's talk about yeah. Last Saturday, went and saw a show out at Venue 18. Actually, I set up as a <clears throat> vendor. As uh, Powerbomb Comics and Collectibles. I did not sell much, so. I figured it was a good way to try and see if I could uh, try to clear some stuff out of my life. I have a small house, and I have too much collectible stuff. So I've been trying to weed out some, and eBay is kind of a pain in the ass half the time anymore. So I figured I'd try that. I did have uh, one guy from Michigan who bought quite a bit of stuff, and then, including uh, I had a lightsaber that he bought and then gave it to Jeremy's son, Wyatt. And then Wyatt provided entertainment with uh, another kid that had his uh, Sith lightsaber most of the night. Uh, so, trying to think of all the bands. Uh, you came later, so I'll, I'll guess I'll try to fill you in real quick. Uh, first band playing was uh, Overcast, which I guess they've been playing fairly locally. They're a local band, anyhow. 
but they played. Uh, I kind of looked, checked them out later. Uh, Hideaway, uh, our place. It looked like they played quite a bit, which I don't know anything about. But they were actually really good. And they did. Uh, the last song they did was Hand of Doom, which I put on my Facebook page. I put a couple, about a minute. It was pretty good. And then, uh, let's see, Accretion played. They weren't too bad. I'd heard their stuff before. And then uh, uh, Reject the Silence, which I had heard before doing the NWO podcast. Uh, they are pretty good about their CD. And then, of course, Olathea, which a lot of my friends, they've heard them before. And they were actually... <gasps> Pretty good. Actually, I decided since I wasn't selling much stuff and the wife and I had to run to Springfield early, Springfield, Ohio, the next morning, we decided to go ahead and pack up and stuff since I wasn't selling much at all. And uh, check out Olathea closer to the stage instead of the back of the room. That was pretty good. And that's around when you showed up was when they were getting ready to take the stage because you were like... All the bands are on time? This last band already? Yes, it is. I think normally if there's like five bands, I think they ran a little bit later, like before, but this one... Yeah, everybody was on time. And actually, I think uh, the first band might have started a couple minutes early. So, but... Uh, yeah, I, I did a write-up on my Facebook page. I, I'm not going to go all over everything again, but it was a good show. Uh, I did kind of want to because the night before there was a, another NWO show up at uh, Howard's in BG and I <clears throat> kind of wanted to check out Space Monkey but at work decided I needed to work Saturday and the next day so I kind of threw that out the window which made for a really busy Saturday for me but uh, yeah it's good times and there will be another one coming up uh, this month, last Saturday of the month, uh, I'm trying to remember who was on. It's a Curse the Wicked, Moojaw Creek, and Megaton Hammer, if I remember correctly. I think it's only three bands this time. I could be wrong, but that's who I remember off the top of my head. If there's another band on there and I forgot you, I am sorry. I only have so much I can keep in my mind at one time. Let's see. Looks like my cigarillo is cashed out. Um, so I'm trying to think. I've been hearing different conspiracy theories recently. I guess we can talk about this real quick before we wrap things up. Um, the one I heard recently is that the uh, every Kennedy was assassinated by the Illuminati, which I would actually believe. And correct, I only see three bands on the flyer. Okay. It's good to know that... Uh, so you did not... My mental capacity is not totally failing. You did yet. not unintentionally insult our viewing public. <laughs> Never insult our viewing public. Our listening public, actually. Because if you're viewing public... This wouldn't be a podcast. Exactly. It'd be a video. It'd be a video. And you could tell that I'm not wearing any pants. Nope. 
No pants. And I'm wearing my parts unknown shirt. Uh, yeah, conspiracy theories. And actually, some of this was covered on uh, my uh, other buddy, uh, JP, his podcast. Bro, you got a podcast. They were talking about different conspiracy theories uh, and different shit, which I had heard. And I'm not going to cover a lot of it. If, uh, if you're interested, check it out on your own. JP's Bro, you got a podcast. But they talked about uh, the Flat Earth people. Have you heard of this theory before? Yes. And never, I just. I just People say, well, I was in a plane and, you know, it didn't look curved or... Yes, it is. Yeah. Or, like, some people don't understand, like, horizons. Yes. And, and which, if, if, if... I always take it a step further because it always makes me wonder, okay, going by the theory that the Earth is flat, which means, you know... All the other planets that we have visible proof of, and like the moon, I guess, is, is the moon flat also? I don't know. See, that's why I'm, How come you only ever see one side of it? There is a theory that they have to that, but for, also of which is that we are in a dome. <clears throat> that's part of it. Okay, well, if the Earth is flat and you start digging... You know, the saying is you're going to dig till you hit China or whatever, mm. or dig to the other side of the Earth... Do you just, like, dig a hole and fall through? And See, I've often wondered that myself, but I've also heard that they believe that if you go all the way to Antarctica, which is the, the, also part of their theory is why there was a meeting a long time ago between all the nations that no one was going to explore Antarctica, so that way the truth wouldn't be out there. Because that's apparently where it ends, and the... The but other theory I've heard... People have explored Antarctica. Isn't I know. That, isn't that where the government yeah, put but their they haven't gone weather f- control device? They haven't gone far enough, yes. Just and like the harp just and everything? Like Cobra yeah. has the weather, the mass control device for the weather. Yeah. Um, no, part of the theory that I also heard that is with the flat Earth is once you get to a certain point in Antarctica, if you look, like if you like climb up the mountain and look at a certain point you will see the Earth's core and the magma people. I've seen the magma people before. They're, they're not something to fuck with. Magma people ain't nothing to fuck with. Magma people ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang is for the magma people. So it's basically it's basically like... Also, you couldn't see this at home, but I was Lord, doing, Lord doing the, the upside-down Wu-Tang as an M. So it's basically like Lord of the Rings. Once you get to a certain point, you walk and walk and walk, and then you throw a ring, and then you shrug, and then you walk some more. Three fucking movies about walking. Yes. Quite odd that a movie about walking doesn't have Christopher Walken in it. Yes, it really should. But... Knowing him, he'd be more Christopher talking instead of Christopher walking. Because yeah. he likes to deliver lines at a certain cadence. Do you know? So, yeah, I guess that was the most... Funny. There was some other conspiracy theories I recently heard of. But, yeah, the Flat Earth one always just astounds me to no end. It's so, But, yeah, then I also, like I said, I heard the one about the... Uh, Illuminati is behind every Kennedy assassination. Which I might actually believe that. 
Well, you know, I heard like the first Kennedy was assassinated because he's about ready to get rid of the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. But well, that is part of the theory is that uh, that yeah. the Kennedys were uh, each one of the Kennedys that were trying to run for a higher office. We're always wanting to bring about sweeping change for the people that would also loosen the leash that corporations and the Illuminati had on people. That's why. So. That's also like tangential. (laughs) Was that your word of the day on your calendar? This calendar? Yes. Tangentially related. Like this uh, current election. Now, I'm not going to get too political here. But, you know, there are a lot of people who are Hillary Clinton supporters say that, you know, she's had experience, you know. She's actually been in the White House or mm-hmm. for eight years, you know. Mm-hmm. And so already having that experience, knowing what it takes to do the job, mm-hmm. makes her you know, a good candidate for that job. Mm. Well, my theory is that if, you know, hanging out in the White House and banging the president makes you a good candidate, that she should probably dig up the corpse of Marilyn Monroe's for a running mate. See, that was my Kennedy reference. Okay, gotcha. Come back that's, around to it. That's where it bridges to. Okay, yes. gotcha. I don't think there'd be much left now, though. Just a weird grinning skull and hair. I don't know. Took a weird morbid turn there. Sounds yeah. a. <clears throat> well, and, and like not to get girlfriend. too political to me, but every time I see Trump, I just think of a giant talking Cheeto. I don't know. Talking Cheeto? Yes. I think it's just because of the color of him and his hair. That's racist. It's racist. Well, I guess, I guess... Well, much much like the dude... I guess we've already bridged the gap. We've had our, like, first black president. You know, we're going to have to vote Trump into office so we can have our first orange one. Our first Cheeto. Yes. Yeah, I have nowhere else to go off of that one other than I just figured since you brought up something about Hillary, I'd at least give equal time, and that was my Trump looks like a giant Cheeto come to life to me. Speaking of Cheetos, never eat a bag of Cheetos and masturbate. Yeah, I know that's an old one. That that's like folklore. That's you know that that's along with never walk under a ladder or cross a black cat's path. Well, I guess if you you can actually eat a bag of Cheetos and then wash your hands and then masturbate and you won't have any issues, but... I yeah. still think you'd get some orange on it. You think? Uh, probably a little bit. So? That shit gets everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't matter how hard you try. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. I wouldn't go at any rate, but I really don't know how much else to follow up. Uh... No, uh, there is Cheeto, Cheeto penis jokes. Yeah, you, know, you can't really follow those up. With no, about the only other thing I got. Uh, actually, I do want to do a little public service for uh, one of my friends. Uh, 
Andy Avina in Wayne, Ohio. He has a warehouse that he has shows and skateboards at. Uh, he has been doing a fundraiser. I think he's on installment number four, I think, of uh, my, jo- my Dojo Needs a Roof. So he's looking for some money. Um, I think they're starting up a GoFundMe account for him. Uh, if it is up by the time I post this, I will try and uh, attach a link to it. But basically, yeah, Andy needs his roof's been leaking on his warehouse for a while, and a lot of people use it. Uh, I've been one of those th- people as well over the years, so at some point here, I'm going to help donate to Andy as well. Uh, he's been having a show. They're usually on Friday. Um, I guess friend Andy Avina if on Facebook, uh, and you can find out. Although they may be publicly posted as well but I at least wanted to just get that out there Andy's a really good guy he's done a lot for the skate community even just with that warehouse just being there it's been a lot of people been in and out of those doors so I just want to help the dude out as much as I at least possibly can so actually he's got a show coming up oh let me see actually it's in my phone and the reason I'm bringing this up uh, one of the bands that is playing is called Scare Me Green. August 27th? No, that can't be right. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Sorry for the lull. lull I thought I put it on my phone, but LOL. But yeah, at any rate, check Andy out. But uh, the next show he's got, uh, one of the bands playing is uh, Scare Me Green, which I have talked about a little bit. And I have talked to those guys. We will end up having them on the podcast, uh, I would say within a month's time at some point. Uh, trying to get everybody's schedules figured out and hammered down. They definitely want to come on the podcast. Uh, we might, if I can make it to that show, we might even do a little quick live thing with them up there. I don't know. Nice. I don't know if if you can make it, Mister Crude. Awesome. If not, you know I can handle the duties by myself. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm hoping I can still make it as well. I want to go, but uh, uh, definitely something to check out. Help Andy out. Uh, check out cool bands. I think there's besides Scare Me Green at least three other bands playing, and usually Andy plays a little solo thing as well at some point. So. Um, other than that, I guess that pretty much covered everything I wanted to get in this podcast. So, do you have anything else? I have nothing. I am tired from a long week at work. I kind of... I feel you there. Looking forward to going home and laying on the couch, being lazy. I'm probably going to do a slight version of that as well. Maybe it's real close. Maybe the exact same thing. I don't know. We'll see. So I guess I'm going to close this out since we started with an 80s lyric reference. I'll end it with another 80s lyric reference with In a Big Country, Dreams Stay With You. Like a mountain voice across the mountainside. Stay alive. alive. Oh, yeah. Also, Doris Diaz. It's a hell of a thing killing a man. Take away all he's got. 
and always have a good night.